Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we're back. I want to start out by thanking all of you who have given us five-star reviews over on iTunes. Your comments that you guys are leaving actually go a long way to motivate Julie and I to know that we're on track. And we always are appreciating and looking for um, suggestions for podcasts. And I, we, we definitely try to focus on, on the things that are going to help you guys be motivated, obviously educated, and get you into action with regards to real estate sales. But if there's any other topics you want us to talk about, Obviously, we're always interested in being of service to you. The best way to uh, suggest those show ideas is just to message me directly. And you can just text me, honestly. It's 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206. But I want to start out today's show by showing gratitude for all those who took the time and gave us great reviews over on iTunes. It was certainly... Yes, thank you, uh, We love seeing those. We get a nice little email every time someone leaves us um, a review. And, you know, between our book, our book now on Amazon is over 500 five-star reviews. And I think the podcast is over 500 five-star reviews. It definitely is telling us that we're on track and doing a good job. Yes. So thank you for letting us know, everybody. So, Julie, this is a great topic. What we're talking about today, we're talking about essentially... I think we'll, we'll call it uh, tips and secrets mm-hmm. to hunting expireds. Now, some of you are going to have um, a huge amount of uh, information and background with hunting expireds because you've done it before. It's been one of your pivotal spokes on your lead generation wheel. Well, others of you, this information would be completely new and you've never been exposed to it. But what we've designed, and Julie just wrote this actually, is we wrote this with this market in mind, knowing that a lot of you have what you feel to be a lack of inventory. But what we're going to expose you to are the fact that even though, and we do know there's a lack of inventory out there, there are also a lot of expireds. They're just not the listings that expired yesterday or today. Some of these, and we're going to give you some secrets on how you can find these, are listings that expired maybe as much as two years ago, but a lot of those sellers don't know they're sitting on a mountain of equity and be willing to relist. So take very, very good notes and pay attention to what we're sharing with you. And and Julie's going to share with you guys some math that will certainly open all your minds to really paying attention. Yes, that's right. So as always, we start out with a little bit of a mindset message. So remember that your number one job in your real estate practice is to generate new business. Without a steady stream of new listings, nothing else matters. In fact, you could have the most polished listing presentation, be fantastic at pre-qualifying prospects, and even be a great negotiator and closer. But without leads, none of that matters, does it? So working with sellers of listings that didn't sell for whatever reason can be a real goldmine. It can strap rocket boosters to your lead generation machine and end the feast and famine cycle forever once you get good at it even if you get kind of good at it. Along with the listings come buyer leads, so concentrating on listings and the buyers will come. Grizzled veterans like to say, you have to list to last, and they are correct. So here's some math for you. Uh, Let me add something there. Sure. In real estate, listings give you leverage, uh, but buyers, you're their leverage. In other words, when you have a listing, 
you're going to have hypothetically all the agents of your local MLS that are out there trying to sell the house for you. Whereas if you're working with a buyer, it's your job to go out there and look for a house. And pack. Exactly. You see? So would you rather have five great listings or would you rather have, you know, 50 buyers, right? All of you will choose the listings because you know they're pretty much guaranteed paychecks. That's the reason that we focus all of you to put your best energies becoming to become a powerful listing agents because you then will have time leverage. You then will have essentially the essence of a great business, which is, um, you know, inventory to sell. Well, that's right. And some of you have heard about uh, expires. You've heard us talk about it. Maybe you know an agent that dabbles in them. And some of you have made this out to be this really huge deal in your mind that you've got to figure this out and get really great at it for it to really work. But here's the thing. Remember that listing and of course selling just one expired home per month is worth a minimum of guess how much? $115,000 in income to you. Now that's based on a, an average of $400,000. I think the average sale price right now is even a little bit higher than that. A normal commission paying, let's say 20% to your broker, netting you about $9,600 will equal at least $115,200 if you only list and sell one per month. You don't have to, you know, make this your life's work. You just have to learn how to do it and supplement the listings you're already getting. Some of you aren't getting any listings. This could be, you know, the one and only, but others of you are pretty good at it and we can add on at least one, one a month. Now That's our, up to you. our notes from today's podcast are available to you. All you have to do is scroll down and they're sitting there and you can, we're, you'll see the Julie and I use notes for all of our podcasts. We take the time to write fresh content for you guys every day. And then we give the notes to you so you can use as your own reference point. If you're on iTunes, just scroll down, obviously on YouTube or on our um, timandjulieharris.com website or any of the other dozens of different podcast platforms that we're on. And when you're looking at the notes or rather, you know, anyway, make sure you join Premier Coaching. The link to join Premier Coaching is below. And all you've got to do is scroll down, click the link to join Premier Coaching, and it is free. You can join Premier Coaching 100% for free, no obligation, and that does include a daily semi-private coaching call with the Harris Certified Coach. This podcast, you know, no matter how hard we try, is training. This is not coaching. Coaching is the next level. So for those of you, and it's all of you, who are ready for the next level, learning about expires and all the other things we teach you guys how to do, make sure you scroll down, click the link, join Premier Coaching, and again, that does include a daily semi-private coaching call. Do that now. If you just would prefer to go to the website directly, you can. It's premiercoaching.com, but the easy button is just to scroll down and click the link to join. All right, Julie, let's go through here. And one of the things I've noticed with looking at your points, mm -hmm. and I guess this is, I think, a theme with everything we teach agents to do, is it's really simple, right? It is. We don't like, mm -hmm. as a rule, and you guys shouldn't either, anything that's overly complicated. Absolutely not. It Be is way more simple than most of you listening think. I know that it may be a different thought. And so, you know, naturally you would have fear of the unknown because you maybe haven't done it, but that's why we try to clarify. So today we're going to talk about the top eight secrets so that you can get really clear in your mind that this is something every single one of you listening can do. So secret number one, there are more expired listings than you think. Now you may not pay attention to the expired listings unless you actually watch your MLS hot sheet, which you should be doing daily anyway or execute specific searches yourself. So don't just look in your favorite area code, your favorite zip code or price range, start your search broad and then narrow in. You'll be surprised by how many expired listings there actually are. 
and look every day, not just now and then. Sometimes you guys will do a little search and you won't see a whole lot and then you'll tell yourself, oh, there's no expireds and you won't look the next day or the next day and you won't find them because you're not taking just this secret seriously enough to find what you're after. So this is a scenario Julie and I almost always do when we're in front of um, live audiences. We'll ask them, you know, everyone thinks listings are hard to get. Everyone thinks listings are uh, completely, you know, like scarce and you have to pay a tremendous amount of money for the listing lead. They don't realize that listing opportunities all around them. So what we'll do is we'll ask them, Ahead of time, we'll do homework. We'll find how many expireds there were in their particular area. And usually it's the entire MLS. And if you're in a big LA type area, there's going to be literally thousands of expireds. Mm -hmm. If you're in a small area, there's going to be obviously fewer. But what we'll do is ahead of time is we'll search to see how many expireds there were, get somebody's MLS access, search to see how many expireds there were. And then we'll ask everyone in the audience how much they would pay for an expired lead or I'm rather for a listing lead. And then we'll do like a little mock live auction. And I'll start out at like, okay, who will pay $300? Who will pay $350, $350, $400, $400, $400, $500, $500, right? And we'll keep going up. And what you'll be shocked at, listeners, is how many agents will go well over $10,000 for an expired lead. Or I keep saying expired because that's the punchline here. But for a listing lead, agents will pay. And now, again, these are, generally speaking, I'll have uh, set the – you know, the, the mock auction up by explaining to them that this is a seller that is willing to hire an agent, is willing to pay a commission. It's um, in a decent price it's range. It's in a decent They're price motivated. range, right? So this looks, you know, I'm, I'm positioning it that everyone's going to want that listing lead. But what's shocking, uh, not really to me, but will often be to the people in the audience, is how much agents are willing to pay for an for a listing lead, right? So how much they're willing to pay for a listing lead. And then I'll say, the punchline is, guess what? All of these listing leads that I have access to are free and you can have access to them uh, as well. And would you be surprised, you know, audience, that in your MLS in the last 12 months or even six months, there's been, pick a number, 5,000 expired listings. And all of those listings you could have directly proactively reached out to had a conversation with and potentially listed some of those um, as your own, right? And doing Julie's math, that could have meant hundreds of thousands of dollars for you. So I'll say it again. I'll say, so right now in front of you, every single one of you have access to thousands of listing leads that are there for you to solicit, you know, call it what you will, proactively lead generate to that cost you nothing. I want you to think about that. And yet how many of you listening right now are willing to pay thousands of dollars for a listing lead, let alone buyer lead, right? Right. How many of you? You know, a lot, right? And that's not even virtually guaranteed that you're going to take the listing. You could still be competing. It's just a lead. Now, I'll go back to what I said before. Why is it that you want to make it more complicated than that? I don't understand it, honestly. And it really comes down to maybe lack of information or maybe you've never, like I said at the top of today's show, maybe you've never been exposed to this before. So the reality of it is you're constantly surrounded by sellers that are more than willing to hire you for the job of selling their home. You just have to have the skill set and really the mindset to make those listings your own. All right, Julie, point number two. Okay, point number two, our secret number two, which also could be called objection number two. You'll know it when you see it. If you can't find the phone number, how many of you like to complain? I can't find the phone number. If you can't find the phone number to contact that owner, nobody else can either. Be the one who knocks on their door and offers not just to get it back on the market, but to get it sold this time. I'm going to uh, put a link in the show description because you don't have it there so that they can use our discount uh, link for Red X. Mm, Good idea. So Red X is a service that actually will go into your MOS for you every single uh, morning. Like when Julie and I were 
uh, working expired. What we had is that the service would work while we were asleep, right? And then uh, we would have all the fresh expireds were sent directly to us. And what Red X will do is they'll get you the phone number, they'll get you the um, any the listing history, history and mul actually multiple phone numbers usually, and the listing history, all the information that you possibly could ever want with regards to. Um, you know, what's going on with that expired listing. And you'll also know whether it's been relisted or not. And so you don't call a seller that's obviously relisted, things like that. So that is uh, something that you all should be subscribing to. And that's through Red X. So if you scroll down in the notes today, you'll see there's a link. And I think it's a $150 discount. Just click on that link. They set that up for us last year um, for our podcast listeners. That's a great service. That is, you know, people often ask Julie and I, if you guys were to get back into real estate, what would you do to lead generate? Yeah. And the answer, number one, is centers of influence and past clients. And number two, 100%, it would be expired listings. Yes. And I, I don't know if you remember this or not, but an example from our uh, real estate career in Ohio, okay? So I don't know if you remember this, but there used to be this sign that would pop up that we noticed, this platinum sign, okay? This was a broker who had moved from Florida to Columbus and had basically been flying under the radar, doing what we did on, on this previous point, searched the entire MLS. Because I thought, where did this broker come from? There's listings in Hilliard and there's listings over here. You know, she was using the broad search. Any one of you can do this. You don't have to be a super experienced agent. You could be fresh out of the license mill, right? Anybody can do it. Well, that again, that is important too. You don't want to just be... A uh, pigeonholing yourself trying a tiny little micro market you got to be looking yeah. uh market wide so you see all the different opportunities that are out there that was my point is that right. she st started start super big took a bunch of listings lead generated off of those listings and basically broke into her new market that is a strategy expired listings guys truly are once you have the skill set some of the simplest easiest outside of centers of influence uh, past clients listings to get and they don't come with referral fees. A lot of you um, who've only been in the world real estate realms for like you know 15 years or less, you are so used to just having to pay for all of your leads constantly. Now, I have news for you guys, and this, I mean, this will surprise none of you. Um, so Julie and I get solicited constantly for people to advertise on our podcast. And 99% of them are people that are trying to sell you guys leads. And we won't let them advertise on our podcast because we know that you can lead generate yourself. And we don't want to be part of the problem. We want to be part of the solution. That's what we're hoping to get uh, across to all of you with focusing on expires. All right, Julie, yeah. point, and again, the Red X link is going to be below. So just scroll down and click that link. And that's going to be the first step if you're serious about moving forward to becoming a specialist of listing well, previously me, listed homes. Let me clarify that. Red X is not selling you leads. No. Red X is a tool to find phone numbers on the leads you already have via your MLS. That's right. Okay, just That's so right. that we're clear on yeah, that. Yeah, they're, they're basically like a... It's a, a tool. It's a virtual assistant. Absolutely. In essence, what it is. All yep. right, point number three. Point number three, I love this point. Homeowners of expired listings will do things to get the home sold that they wouldn't do for the first agent. They will remedy the negative feedback. They will reposition the price if necessary and loosen showing restrictions. It is not uncommon for a homeowner of an expired to say to their new listing agent, just tell me what to do. I got to get this thing sold. And you guys got to remember, sometimes when a listing expired, the seller had on the horizon that they needed to sell the house. 
but they may not have been very cooperative with obviously showings or even condition, um, play, basically cleaning the house up, right? Or sometimes they're even, we're at the home when the, you know, buyer's agent showed up to show the house to their potential buyer, right? All kinds of bad seller behavior. Mm-hmm. Well, they weren't motivated because they knew they had a year to sell it or 18 months to sell it or 24 months to sell it, whatever, right? Now they're motivated because the house should have sold last month and now they're making two house payments. Which That's, means they'll do things for you that they wouldn't have done for the previous and agent. And when you use our script, when you're contacting these guys, whether by door or phone, you're going to discover that when you dis- uh, ask the questions as we've written them in our script and you discover that they are, what their motivation is, and Mr. Seller had this home sold, where would you go next? And you are going to hear some of the best, most exciting answers ever because they're all going to be saying, we should have been, we wish we would have. There is, we already have two house payments. You're going to discover that mm-hmm. the expireds are the gateway to the most motivated sellers you're going to find. That's right. And their motivation changes. The ones that actually have to sell, their motivation is so much more extreme after they expire. And, you know, let's be honest, no homeowner ever thinks that their house is going to expire. They didn't even know what that was. We should talk a little bit by why listings do expire. I just talked on one point. Yeah. Uncooperative sellers. but And you did mention sometimes it's location issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes it's just market timing. They could have been overpriced in the market when they were for sale. Aspirational pricing. Right. Yeah. They could have. Yeah, there you go. Uh, aspirational pricing 24 months ago or 12 months ago. But now, because of inflation, they're priced perfectly. It could be. Yeah. It depends on, you know, do your new CMA. Which uh, it, I'll give you another one, okay, is too many showing restrictions. Yep. You can only if you can't get in to show it, you're not going to be have an easy time selling it. If you can only see it on a Friday if the baby's not asleep and if it's the sun is shining and you can park around the corner, then it's going to be difficult, right? Um, it's, price is probably up there as well. So we'll talk more about that. But the next one, speaking of price, number four, contact the more expensive expireds first. Seems counterintuitive, right? But fewer agents call on them and they're just as motivated. Same work for you and a bigger payoff at closing. More expireds first. It is an absolute rule or... More expensive. Yes. It it is a fact that most agents, even experienced agents, start to come unglued, freak out, get uncomfortable in certain price ranges, right? Usually something over the, the last most expensive thing they ever sold. And many times, if it's anything more expensive than what they personally live in, they start to get uncomfortable. That's right. Because they think owners of more expensive homes are like somehow speak foreign languages. Intimidating. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So you guys have psychologically uh, installed a glass ceiling over your potentiality in real estate because you think more expensive listings are going to be only the, you know, what agents of a certain caliber will ever right. get. It's, it's just not true. And here's the other benefit of being an expired uh, hunter, as Julie and I refer to agents that really specialize in this, is that the seller has already listed their home and that uh, with probably a center of influence past client agent. In other words, they listed their house with their friend or their buddy or their yeah. previous agent, and that agent failed to sell the house. So your biggest competitor of most listing situations is going to be that center of influence past client relationship uh-huh. agent. Now that they're no longer a uh, consideration, you basically provided you don't, you know, you follow a uh, professional approach, which we teach you in premier coaching. Those listings are going to be easier to get than you can possibly imagine. Because remember, let's think about what an expired is. They know what the price isn't, most likely. I mean, frankly, the price couldn't, might not be an issue. Um, they are willing to pay a commission. They are willing to um, willing to list. list. Okay, so right there, you've pretty much got green lights to that being a great potential seller. And they have feedback. You, there's things to work on. There's things to correct. You know, It could be obvious. Sometimes, you guys all know this. I think there's some website that's called like uh, Biggest Real Estate Listing Fails, which has a lot of these examples. 
terrible little iPhone pictures, not much description or no description at all. Sometimes it's a really obvious problem that you can solve. I'll give you another example. Um, Lance Kenmore took one recently that had been uh, actually never listed. Uh, it wasn't, I don't know, I, I think an agent had it for a little bit, kind of like a 30-day expired. It was a builder house. The builder had taken a break. It was a previous parade home that Lance was very familiar with. Popped it in the MLS, sold it immediately. We had that experience when we sold real estate. All the time, right? Yeah. I asked him, Lance, what did you do that the previous agent didn't do? You know what he said? I put it in the MLS with good pictures and a good description, sold it right away with multiple offers. Well, I mean, it also, it's really stupid things too. So oftentimes inexperienced agents will have it in their minds or they've gotten advice from inexperienced agents that a li expired listing is somehow like, oh my gosh, the market's rejected. It's never going to sell. There's well, something wrong say, with it. they'll say, why would I want it if somebody else couldn't sell it? You hear all kinds of silly things like that. Or another thing I hear sometimes is I don't want to list another agent's expired because I don't want that agent to, you know, I don't. mad at me. Exactly. <laughs> all kinds of craziness. Guys, your job is to be of service to other people. In a particular case of an expired listing, it's to be of service to that seller. Don't worry about that seller being cranky or any of those other types of, don't look for reasons not to do the work. If you're right now, as you're hearing Julie and I present this information to you and you're reading the notes because you scrolled down and you're thinking to your, and you're looking for reasons why it won't work for you, well, then it won't work for you if you're looking for reasons why it won't work for you because you're not going to work. You're just looking for reasons not to essentially learn something new, not to put yourself in a position where you can be helping other people. And that's the reason so many of you are attracted uh, to buying leads because you think there's going to be less conflict there. This all comes back down to skill set, mindset, and then frankly, your willingness to be of service to other people. The true professionals that are listening right now, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Those of you who are, you know, weeble wobbling somewhere in the in-between and you haven't yet decided to truly commit to your real estate market or your real estate uh, business and the opportunities that are ahead of you, this market's not going to suffer any fools. You guys are going to get eaten alive. You got to move forward and realize that the last market was probably a lot based on who you knew and who knows you. But now it's based on those things, of course, but really it comes back down to skill. Next point, Julie. Next point is number five. Relisted expireds almost always sell right away. We were just talking about this. So watch your hot sheet in your MLS for proof of this. You'll notice that a listing will be on the market for 90 days, expire, then relist, often at a better price with improved pictures and description, and then sell in two weeks or less, sometimes in two minutes or less. Well, you know what? You just triggered something, a memory for me, What's a that? coaching client, actually. Mm -hmm. So you can go out and list an expired. And there was no, great condition, great location, great price. Everything was kick-ass. But they took a contract. The previous listing agent took a contract from a buyer, and that buyer essentially didn't get their financing. Or there was some other problem that, that caused the listing to, uh, basically caused it to look like it, the days in the market was extended. But really all they were doing, especially on upper end stuff, you guys are going to find this to be true. Perfect house, perfect price, perfect condition, everything's great. But the previous listing agent um, essentially tried to make a round, uh, you know, a square peg work in a round hole. They allowed some buyer and buyer's agent to string them out. There was a series of financing problems. Boom, the listing expires. Uh, again, perfect listing. You get it listed, fresh pictures, fresh description, maybe not even mess with the price, maybe even raise the price depending on the market, and it, it sells right away. Those are the experiences that you will have. Now, what happens when you do that? You do it once, you do it twice, you do it five times, you do it 10 times. Your world has changed, not just because of the immediacy of the money you've made, but also because now you're confident because you see yourself being a listing agent, and so does the market. So do, so do all the other sellers in that particular market. And when you're a list, when you are a agent who listed an expired listing and sold that expired listing, all the neighbors are paying attention. 
Yes, and you know who is the most loyal referral-giving client of all types of real estate clients? Expired past clients, because you solved their problem. You really helped them out on a totally different level. Okay, so secret number six, virtually nobody contacts the older expireds and withdrawn sellers. Many of these homes, as you said, can achieve the price that they were trying a year or two ago, and in some cases even more thanks to inflation. So be the one who calls them and you'll be the one who takes those listings. How many of them are sitting out there a year old, two years old, three years old? They don't know what their home can fetch in today's market because nobody's calling them except hopefully you. This is a really good point, um, and this is a really good place to insert something. Call, 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 door knock, door knock, door knock. If you think you're going to figure out a really masterful marketing way that you're going to hook them to reach out to you, why are you thinking like that? Why? Oh, because, Tim, I can run one marketing campaign and I can t attract a whole bunch of da 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 You're going to spend money. You're going to spend time. You're going to put a lot of effort into maximizing all your ads and your click funnels and your landing pages. and All those things have a place. But 99.9% .9 of you need money now, right? Yes, you do. So my suggestion for you is you cut out the middleman, which is your ego in most cases, or your propensity to want to avoid actually doing the real work of real estate and go directly to the seller and have these direct conversations. We've already told you you can use Red X and the link is in the show description below to get those phone numbers. So I challenge all of you, remove the complexity from how you think, remove the complexity for how you do your real estate business and you will discover that you'll make more money faster and this is going to be kind of depressing for some of you that a lot of the things you've been sold to believe about what you need to do to be successful in real estate, you'll discover through your own success that those things were just Mickey Mouse, basically. Well, so what you're saying is remove as many obstacles between you and the actual listing prospect in order to convert them faster and more efficiently. Julie, no one's going to list with me unless I am an Instagram superstar. Or no one's going to list with me unless I have a bunch of videos on YouTube. Or no one's going to list with me if I don't have a really stellar brand. Why would anyone in XYZ neighborhood list with me if I'm not essentially branded as the expert? I can't possibly go out and have a seller take me seriously. These are the types of thoughts that are yeah. making you broke. Point number seven, Julie. Point number seven. You can choose your listing inventory. I love this. I work with our elite coaching clients on this a lot. You can choose your listing inventory when you pursue expired listings by targeting certain price ranges and neighborhoods and selecting the expired listings you pursue, you can actually curate your inventory. I mean, we get emails and texts and Instagram messages all the time from you guys. How can I become a luxury agent? How can I raise my average sale price? My average sale price right now is 400. I want it to be 800. How do I do it? Well, the fastest way is to go after the expireds in the price ranges you want to be in. You know, Julie, honestly, after reading all these points, I'm I'm very tempted. We should sell ex uh, listings in our own neighborhood. <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, I seriously. Know. Because, you know, we said if, you know, people would ask us and they still do, right? Yeah. I mean, just talking about going after expires excites me because there's so much damn fun. Yeah. It was. It was it awesome. Was. It just yeah, was. Absolutely. Yeah, but so if you're like two questions, Tim and Julie, what are you going to do to lead generate if you were to get back into real estate? Centers of influence and past clients, for sure. Yeah. But ex uh, go after expires. We said At that. At the same time. But we said that. Uh, before, but here's the caveat. We would go after really, really high-end expireds. That's, that's what we would do. Mm -hmm. Because we know, because frankly, we live in an expensive house now, and we know from knowing all of our neighbors who live in expensive houses that the people living in expensive houses think and operate basically exactly like people living in normal houses. There's not any difference. 
Now, uh, we right. have learned from experience that people are people, and maybe on a more expensive house, they're maybe a little bit smarter, maybe a little bit more experienced, maybe they're just whatever, their backgrounds are different, but their needs, their wants, their desires, and their fears, and their hopes, and their aspirations are all the same as the person living in the $200,000 house in the middle of nowhere. That's right. They're exactly the same. People are people. So the, and the, the, really the beauty of knowing how to do the work that Julie and I teach you guys to do in Premier Coaching is the skill set is transferable. You can go from selling real estate in Inkeny, Iowa to move down to say, you know, Palm Beach, not West Palm, the normal priced area, but Palm yeah. Beach, the really expensive area. So if you are good at working expires in Inkeny, Iowa, and you go down to Palm Beach in Florida, the same skill set's going to transfer over. Yep. Knowing what to say, how to say it, know how to detail, uh, you know, detail, uh, deal with all the, you know, whatever, that's all there. It's all the same. Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty about the skill set that Julie and I want you guys to master because then you can have flexibility of where you're going to, how many of you would love to maybe live in where you live, but also maybe down in Florida or maybe in Arizona or Palm Beach or Palm Springs or someplace else. You want to have secondary places. Well, how are you going to pay for it? Well, here you go. Have inventory in both markets. Well, I have to shout out to Kathy Noble, one of our uh, most recent XP additions to our family there and recently got her license coming from a different background, different business background. Guess what she's going to start getting good at? Hunting high-end expireds in Central Florida. Exactly what you just said. Exactly. Okay. Now she moved from, from Puerto Rico, actually. She's got a portable skill now. She can live anywhere. She can take listings anywhere. I mean, she's going to do it in Central Florida. She's making that a top priority. And I know she'll do it too. So I had to give her a little shout out. Be excited about what we're sharing with you guys on our podcast, but on today's podcast in particular, because know that very, very, very few agents, look, there's going to be 10 or 15,000 of you that download the show today, right? But there's 1.6 or something million agents. There's very, very few agents that are ever going to be willing to be proactively generators. Mm -hmm. In your head, you might think there's a lot of competition for expired listings, but you will discover, well, there might be if you're trying to, you know, uh, Facebook at them or direct mail them or things like that. But if you're actually willing to do the real work of real estate, which is having direct conversations with these folks, you'll discover you have no competition. And we've given you some shortcuts too. You go upper end, you have even less competition. That's right. Why aren't you doing this, listeners? Why would you want to look for some complex multi-stage funnel that may or may not work sometime in the future? When you're thinking about doing something, anything for the sake of making money and building your real estate business, I want, and let's say you're planning on paying somebody, a marketing company, a lead generation company or something. I want you to ask, how long should I expect it to take between me investing money with you and seeing results? And don't let them grease away on the answer. Don't let them like slip away on the answer. I want to know if I do this marketing branding campaign with you, how long will it take for me to actually make at least my money back that I spent with you? They're always going to either not answer the question because they don't know or they know, but they don't want you to know. Or they're going to, the ones that are going to be honest, they're going to tell you. And here's what the answer is. At least a year. Yep. That's the answer. So if you want to do a branding and marketing campaign, and maybe you do after you've got your cash flow really solidified, and after you've got really consistently generation coming in from like, for example, expired listings, and you want to do a marketing and branding campaign, have at it. But you've got to understand how it fits into your business uh, building plan. If you're doing it first, or if you're doing it thinking that it's going to generate immediate cash flow for you, it doesn't. They aren't designed to. None of that stuff works that way. Open your mind to going right to the people that have their hands in the air in your marketplace right now saying, guess what? I have my hand. I have my, uh, I want to sell a house. Hello. I'm, I'm over here. I'm willing to list it. Right. Uh, get away from your keyboard. Well, look I mean, look at to your point, right? 
You could literally identify an expired today, have a conversation with them today, and take the listing tonight. Yep. Or you can wait months, sometimes years, spending time, money, and stress waiting and putting all these hurdles in, in between you and the finish line. I prefer money in their pocket today, don't yeah, you? Yeah, you'll build your business 10 times faster. How did Julie and I sell over 100 houses our first year in the business when we were earlier in our early 20s? Guess what? We went after expireds and for sale by owners. And a lot of the expireds and the for sale by owners, because we had no centers of influence in past clients, a lot of those people wanted to buy a house. Two so deals, it, one contact. Right. So we sold 103 houses. And if you look to see what the mix was, 50% were listings. And of those, a lot of them were buying houses. And that means the other 50% were buyers, those sellers moving up. Do the same thing. Well, Point. you know what's funny is we had a great system without really knowing it back then. We would list the expireder for sale by owner, then do a great series of open houses and convert all those leads, get listings from those, and then do the same thing, lather, rinse, repeat. So don't just look at it as a one-off expired listing. It's what it generates going into the future for you too. And the thing that made us, I mean, when every morning, uh, you know, Julie and I, I remember very clearly, yep. we, when we'd see a for sale by owner sign, we would, I mean, there you couldn't believe how fast we'd turn the car around. I mean, go knock on the door. We didn't even have a script. We were just figuring nope. things out, right? Um, I, brand new agents, early 20s, that's what you're going to do. You're going to figure things out. And we, when there was an expired, uh, and it wasn't until we were in the business for three or four years that a lot of these services, like you guys have immediate access to Red X, we had to go and look all this information yep. up manually. Or door knock everybody. Right. Yep. But that's what we would do. So when we saw a FISBO, we were like excited. When we Because that FISBO was probably at least two transactions. The listing and that seller was mm -hmm. going to buy something. When you saw expired, same thing. Guys, this is the market. Don't make it so damn hard. Point number eight. Point number eight, our final secret of the day. Expired Palooza is what we have lovingly nicknamed uh, what happens when the months turn over. So lots of listings expire on the first day or the last day of each month. That's because all of you guys like to write your listing contracts to expire the first day or the last day of the month. Advanced coaching tip. Don't make, your, list, don't make your listings expire on the first day or the last day of the month. Um, because that's when, frankly, you're going to see the most expired. Have your listing expire. All your listings should expire on holidays uh, because agents, and this is only for listing agents, so everyone else don't listen to what I'm saying. Have your listings expire on holidays because agents, even those that uh, do you know, follow our advice and proactively lead generation to expired listings, they're not calling on Christmas Day. Nope. And it also reminds you there's a holiday coming up. Oh, gosh, I've got to make sure I don't have anything expiring. So, but, but it is a fact that you will capture more expired uh, when the months are turning over. So make sure you're frosty on okay, that. Okay, so I'm going to build on Julie's tip since you guys have listened for the whole half hour. I'm, we're going to even expand on this. What Julie said is correct. First day, last day. But here's where the magic is. When the first day, last day turns over on a, a holiday weekend, maybe it's the 4th of July. That's not a great Memorial example. Memorial Day would be Exactly. One. When it's on the holiday weekend. Why? Because we know that there's a surge of expired activity on the first day, last day, but we know that most agents aren't working on holiday weekends and we know that everyone is home. So you're going to have a higher uh, contact rate with virtually no competition. Mm -hmm. okay? Holiday Mondays. Exactly. Well, you have Labor Day, Memorial Day, you know, I think like uh, the Monday after Thanksgiving is a good one. Most yep. people are home. So when are people home? You and I used to have a great um, 
result door knocking on Saturdays during football season because yep. everybody's home watching OSU football games. And of course, we wear OSU jerseys, right? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, know your market, know when people are home, but certainly those holiday Mondays are a goldmine. Yeah. Over the holidays in particular are a goldmine because everyone's going to say the same thing. We're going to relist it after the holidays. You have a lot of withdrawals like yep. right after uh, Halloween. Right. And then you're going to say, okay, well, great. What do the holidays mean to you? Like, when does that mean? Not, you got to ask that question. Because some people, or they're going to say, well, relist in the spring. Great. So what does the spring mean to you? The spring to a lot of people means like January or February. A lot of you listening think it's like May or June. Well, so you've got to ask when. live this, in Minnesota. Right. Yeah. I know. If Well, don't make me fun yeah. of Minnesota. We I'm lived not. in Ohio. I, that's why I can say that, you see. <laughs> uh, but you, you bring up a good point, And we have done a podcast. They'll have to dig it out. It's been a little while called Holiday Objections and How mm-hmm. to Handle Them. And you just rattled off one. What does spring mean to you if they say you know, I'm going to wait until the kids go back to school. Well, when is that for you? Just define it and don't make assumptions and then have a plan. So your homework is, of course, to subscribe to Red X because all of you should be serious about moving forward and learning how to be a list uh, expired listing hunter. And also do join Premier Coaching if you've not yet done so. Thousands of you have joined Premier Coaching literally in the last 12 months. So this is your opportunity to move forward, build massive momentum. Guys, We love the opportunity to be of service to you on this podcast. We love the fact that so many of you have listened on such a regular basis. You've become part of our lives. We've become part of yours. Um, And thank you for keeping this the number one list to daily podcast for real estate professionals in at least the United States. If you've not yet done so, please do give us a five-star review over on iTunes and why specifically you love the podcast. It helps us get the word out. Um, it helps iTunes knowing uh, to know to share our podcast with other potential listeners. So please do us the favor and give us a five-star review and do leave a comment about why you like the podcast. You guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>